Hello and welcome back to the Teasing Seeds of Life podcast. I didn't realise that was the silence until I saw your eye. That was really weird. I thought I'm going to get the silence in first. This is at the start of every fucking podcast. Why is she looking at me like that? Just weird. Wow. Oh, you were taking ages to put your phone on silent there. I was just, I was checking my emails. <laughs> just, it works. It works. Without the look, it would have been much more settling for me. Um, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> so glad that we do this non like visual. <laughs> Or not, because people should actually see the looks that you do. It's not normal. Do you know what? I would have never have known about the the silence, because the reason you take a silence at the beginning is that so it captions the ambient noise around you, Mm. so the ticking of the clock and sometimes the spinning of the washing machine. So you can then capture that, you can reduce that noise caption throughout the entire recording. Hmm. So, so that's why we do it because that that <laughs> clock ticks like a motherfucker. I don't notice it, but oh, then I, I am I tune things out. Oh, well, that's what this whole thing is about: right. tuning out the back tuning noise, out the back yeah, noise. for the people who have got. Can you to... just not look at me then when you're doing it? It's, it's really freaky. I'm sorry, I didn't realise. I was just thinking, in why silence. is she taking so long to silence her phone? <laughs> No, it's just sitting in silence, staring oh, at me. Oh, man, the that silence was... has gone on for like 20 seconds. Normally we manage like three seconds and that. Yeah, that's what it is. I need to distract myself and not look at you and then it'll be fine. Oh, be dear. Fine. Right, well, we're on episode 29, I think. Are we? Season three, yeah, episode Wowzers. 29. Wowzers. I know. Are we season three? What does season do? Uh, oh. <laughs> well, we have a break and then we call it a season. I don't think we really give it a theme. Maybe we should. We've just started the season, so we're not doing yeah, it. Yeah, don't confuse me Maybe anymore. we should just drop the whole season thing. Yeah, because it does confuse me. I don't know what season. We could be on any season. Okay. Every week, I don't know. <laughs> we're entering the winter. <laughs> yes. Yay, my boots are coming back out. Oh, yeah. I know. I put on these tights Exciting. today, and I was um, I was a bit like, ooh, I feel like I should mm. be wearing a boot over these. Yep. Because you can't yes. really wear them over skinny jeans. Oh, I can. My boot, I can. Not with my chunky legs, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need chunkier boots. All it is. Oh, no. dear. No. Um, right, to feed into our last solo episode. So our most recent episode was with Hayley. She yes. was talking about um, autism. autism disorder. Yep. Um, we were talking about randomisation in the episode before that. Yes, now, we were. at the weekend, I was watching Netflix on the telly. And I seen this little switchback button, yeah. and I thought, yes. "Oh, what's this? <gasps> it's a random play." Does it work? Oh, yes. Though? Well, it kind I'm of scared of the it. The algorithm kind of likes it, kind of tunes in the kind of shows that you like. You're right, okay. But how often do you finish a TV show and you're like, oh, "What the fuck am I going to watch?" Yeah. Now? Yeah. How many times do people post on Facebook? Oh, give me. I mean, I've yes. done it. Yes, you do. And um, and then you tell us no. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, so my sister the other day so the last post that I did I was like on Netflix Sky or Prime I think mm. and my sister the bees was like oh this is on Apple TV I was like oh, wh- wait where the fuck in my oh, in God. my statement where did I say I have yeah. Apple TV no Apple TV so is I really good us, I don't have Apple TV yeah. like with fingers pointing up oh wow it's... that's very passive aggressive <laughs> or just aggressive I'm not sure Maybe I didn't put the fingers, but I was thinking about putting the fingers. Maybe she saw the fingers. Maybe I filtered that out. That's 
well, <laughs> but anyway, so I then yeah. went onto the app on Netflix and it didn't have the randomization on the app, but oh, yesterday okay. it mm. did. Ooh. So they've got a random button on okay. the home screen of Netflix that um, let, that I have seen it. it come up when I've finished something, but I'm again, yeah, I'm but that's it. more like this. That shows no. that are more like this. This is a no, totally... it's, it's, a, it's like a spinny, like yeah, a like crossy the, thing. Yeah, like the... doing very weird fingers. <laughs> 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 I don't know what's wrong it's, it's just wrong um, but I'd, I'd be scared that I don't want to start something that I'm not going to like oh I started watching Squid Game the other day I've, me and Bo have started oh, that fuck, are you watching it with Bella <laughs> fucking hell is it very bad oh it's terrible oh, she's a teenager oh no it's, it's not that it's the it's so I mean I like violence I like guns is it really violent it's fucking awful oh. like people we haven't don't started explode, the games yet they just it's it's the kind of psychological terror that it in, that it Aww. instills in you. The thought of like about to play a game with all these random people around you, and then people start dropping dead because this doll turns its head and starts. It does this really weird spinny thing with its eyes, and it just oh god, it's awful. I did. I wasn't going to watch it because I can't do dubbed, and I can't do subtitles, okay. which eliminates a lot of stuff. I've realised now if I watch it while I'm working, I'm not watching it anyway. I'm listening more, yeah. so it doesn't matter that it's dubbed. So, and then I did have, I was doing it, I was watching it while I was doing the washing up the other day, or some of it, only like 10 minutes. But the subtitles don't match the dub. Yeah, I know. How does that make any sense? I know, it's annoying when that's that happens. It, and that's just messing with my brain more, because then I'm listening, I'm reading, it's not, it, it's all a head fuck. You're too white, tightly wound. I actually think I am. <laughs> I always thought I was very laid back. But I'm realizing you know, I'm not. The lead character in in Squid Game, he's a weak man, and it just yeah, you can't be a weak man and the lead of a show that I'm going to watch. You have to be someone. Yeah, like something's Banshee. got to happen then. Oh, you didn't watch it at the right time. <laughs> it's just to. not. Do you know what I think it is? I think with some of those American programs, there's so many of them. So once you've done a couple that are kind of that thing, yeah, I do agree. It's then like, oh, this is just going to be the same. I can't really be well, asked anymore. I don't feel that Banshee was like that. Like the more you watched it, like yeah, the okay. story and the ve- development of the characters was outstanding. But and you that, have to I give wasn't it that time. Attracted to him either. Oh no. see, I wasn't at the start either. It's the character. It's right, who okay. he is. Need and to build. Oh yeah, definitely. Because yeah, he's... I'm not on him. No. The other thing that I've written down, because I've, I've written myself a little list of things I need to remember to talk about, is mm-hmm. um, this podcast that I've started listening to called Three Little Words. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it came up on Spotify. Mm. Um, and it's John Bishop and Tony Pitts. I think it's Pitts, Tony or is it Pitts. He's you. See if you listen to his voice, you will know his voice and no, it will okay. torment you as to who the fuck he is. Because he's mm. got such a distinctive sounding right, voice. Okay. And um, I'm not going to tell you what he's from. You're just going to have to figure it out. But it's it's the, the right. invite. <laughs> you know. No, because it'll ruin it. Okay. It'll because right. the whole. I think what I enjoy about a podcast is the sound of a person's voice, the conversation, and him mm. and John Bishop have been friends for twenty years, okay. and you can just tell that in in the report. Right. Like okay. it's really lovely. They know each other. They've known each other for such a long time. Mm. Their personal jokes are funny, and although I don't necessarily right. know what they mean. I appreciate okay. that I, because I do my podcast with my friends, so yes. I know what it's like. You okay. can tell the different dynamic with somebody who the, the producers have put them together yes. because yeah, they'll be good for the face of the podcast. So they're, they're two right, popular okay. names and, and they'll be successful. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, you can't fake rapport and no. it's just fantastic. So they have guests come on and they bring on their three three words that mean something to them. And it's just yeah, okay. the conversations that transpire from, from that. I was listening to the one with Jules Holland the other day and then... Um, mm. Oh, Jesus Christ, why do I not know the name of it? <laughs> oh, God, that's going to really fucking piss me off now. I can't, I can't help you. No, you friend. can't. It's a style of piano. Keyboard. <laughs> no, it's a style of piano playing that, oh, I'm going to have to let go of it because I can't remember. But it was such a like a benign word. Like, it's a fun word to say, although right. I can't remember it. But the story that, that came as a no result way. of the conversation, it was just so interesting. Yeah. So Tony gives you the etymology of the word. So that is like the background where it came from, right, the okay. different uses throughout history. Oh, that's a new word. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Etymology, etymology. I don't know. Maybe it's one of the words I'll bring to the podcast when, when we go on one day. Yeah, but yeah. it's uh, it's absolutely brilliant. And there's not, you know, sometimes when you start listening to a new podcast, mm. and there's a whole back catalogue to catch up on. It doesn't matter. Uh, there's not that many. I think they okay. started in. Um, it was either July this year or July last year. There's not a massive back catalogue, okay. but there's enough for you to be like, oh, I really like this. What? Oh, I'm going to listen. And now that I'm working in a school that's like an hour's drive away from here, it's oh, a decent podcast yes. listen. So I'm getting yeah. through the podcast. And, yeah, yeah, that is a good use of time. Yeah, it's lovely. And you can't, I can't listen to podcasts while I drive. Oh, I get confused. <laughs> I do. Well, I listen to our one. I've got to stop just listening to our podcast. I know, I listen really to us sad. as well sometimes. But I did, and I nearly crashed the car. Because I'm just, I get so engrossed. I'm like, shit. <laughs> I can't do two things at once, I've realised. <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad. So now it's just music. Just music. Oh, Can't dear. Do that. No, I'll try that one. That sounds like one that possibly could entertain me. Yeah. Keep, keep me entertained. And it's educational as well. Like, you learn yes. something. Um, like a word that you don't remember. Yeah. I'm going to have to find that now, but I don't want my phone to Google it. Yeah. For fuck's sake. That's so annoying. You'll find it. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once I figure out what it is. Yeah, what the word is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have any headlines to share? What have you been up to? No, well, we went. I went to see Catherine Ryan the other oh, day, and do you know what? Thinking of podcast as well because her podcast is. I love. I just love her, mm-hmm. and she actually actually ties in with what we're talking about today, probably because oh, she, she is such a fe- just female empowerment. Yeah, she is. She's, she's queen, just isn't yeah, she? yeah, she's just amazing, and it was really cute because it was her first show back from lockdown, having a baby, oh. having long COVID, as she kept telling us. <laughs> 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 she came out with a glass of wine and she sort of just stood and did her thing. And it was, what was really lovely, it was a small venue. Mm-hmm. So it was like, we were literally right at the back, but you could still see her. It wasn't, I'd say like the length of here to your garden. Like oh, it really? Was, it was a really small venue at, at up. Uh-huh. Um, but she was just brilliant. And it was just, I just laughed so much. And her warm up act as well was this lady, Tanya Moore, mm-hmm. who honestly look her up because she's brilliant. She was really, really funny. Okay. And I was like, you know, when you're not sure with some warm ups that they could be a bit meh. Yeah. But she was great, interacted with the crowd. And I think that's what you get with the smaller venues. She has Tanya with a, <laughs> it's ridiculous. She does a whole thing. She is T H A N Y A Y Y I A. Tanya. Tanya. Yeah, she was really <laughs> slagging off her dad. She used the C word. <laughs> to oh. talk about her dad. <laughs> but she was, br- it was just brilliant. And it was just, it was a Wednesday night. So it was random. It was like, we'd booked it ages ago. But it was, you know, when you forget that, and then you're like, shit, I've got to do this tonight. Yeah. That 
and brilliant just I love her oh. I do love her she's just great and I want to watch The Duchess again now just to remind oh, that myself was a of really how good show it's and I've realized it is based a lot on her life which I thought at the time mm-hmm. but yeah little stories that she was telling and saying yeah you've seen this and yeah you're like, <laughs> yeah yeah she's just very cool but no I do I do I love Catherine yeah. So if you're listening, Catherine, have me on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Us, 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 us. See, I'm so selfish. Selfish woman. <laughs> I want ever myself. Do you remember when we went up to see um, Take Me Out getting filmed at Maidstone Studios? Yeah. And there was a warm. Is he a, is he called a warm up guy? The company or is what, he? Yeah, what, they're more a crowd the, pleaser or yeah, something. something like like that. That. Where they get you all kind of loose yeah. and willing to cheer and laugh along yes. all the fake jokes, all the. Mm. the nasty yeah. it's comedy's hard mm. I think that you you know when sometimes you watch the comedy shows and you're a bit like you're not funny yeah and they can, it must be really difficult for them because it's a lot of pressure but equally be funny mm-hmm. or don't do this as your job I know it's but not. I think comedy's such a personal thing yeah. though isn't it it's, yeah. it's not like what I find funny you don't yeah. always find like when I've suggested TV shows that I think are really yes. funny you're like oh, I don't fucking get it no, this is very, that's very and true. And it's also yeah. personal when the person who, do, who doesn't enjoy your suggestion yes. kind of kicks back and says, I don't get it. I don't think it's funny. It's like, <laughs> yeah. and it's not my comedy, but it's it's my personal yes. taste and you don't like it. And it's, yeah, that's it's very true. It's like, how do you not like that? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? We shouldn't be friends. <laughs> very different people. But no, that is very true. But yeah, I do love good comedy. And I love, I've realised I do love wrong comedy which I always have done like okay. very non-PC like you should be able to to a point take the piss out of everyone yeah like it's that's what comedy is and it is there is a line obviously but you should be able to do it mm-hmm. because that's where some of the best comedy has come from that it's and yeah it's difficult because I know there's some comedians that have been really pulled up especially for things that they've said in the past mm-hmm. But if you're not, I think it's kind of, if you're not trying, if you're not being offensive, there's a difference between being offensive and just being funny, Yeah. I think. And if you get that right, and Catherine Ryan does that, mm-hmm. her thing at the moment is straight white males. <clears throat> that that's, she just takes the piss out of straight white males. Yeah. Because and even as she said, they are the last person to have the piss taken out of them. Mm-hmm. We've done men, we've done women, we've done gays, we've done black people, like, Bring We've on done the every male. other race. Yeah, We've done it white male. Let's bring on the straight white male. Yeah. And she said she gets more complaints from straight white males than any other group that she's taken the piss out oh, of. Oh, wow. Yeah, she was said they're bitches. Um. They are bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to all our straight white male listeners, but you are bitches. I know a few. Um. Well, <clears throat> now I know this isn't something we were going to talk about, but mm. it lends itself to what you've just mentioned there about comedians having their own way about mm. whatever they say. Where does racism stand mm-hmm. in terms of comedy? You know, I Chris Rock, off the top of my head, has been the worst in terms of what I've mm. I, I can't say I've seen all the comedy, mm. but he's mainstream. So yes. I've seen him. Yeah. Now, I, but I don't find him funny because oh, really? he's no... I find it really his voice irritates me, oh, but I, I can see Rock. beyond. I like him in he's in like Rush Hour. <clears throat> he's very funny. Oh, he's Hold in on. some kids is, no. film or something just now. Some animated. His well, voice is in something. Not... Hold on, <laughs> but anyway, I've just been really offensive. Can I do this every time with him? I get him really confused. No, what was... okay. 
He that's is the a wrong one. Um, no, he's not. That's oh, Chris Tucker. Not. And I know that's Chris Tucker. Oh. And my brain went for a second. Apologies that black people do not all look the same. <laughs> no, but he's got a similar name. It is a similar name and they're oh, both Chris, comedians. Wait a minute. Did I say... Chris Rock. Chris Rock and Chris Tucker. Yes, yeah, that, that, is... that one's Chris Rock. Oh, yeah. He's a handsome man. Really? Yeah. No. He's got a nice smile and he's funny. No, Chris... Oh. See, Chris Rock to me, I think because of films I've seen him in and he's... Like played like drug addicts and looks Are you talking very... about Chris Rock or Chris Tucker? Chris Rock. Who's Chris... that you've just shown That's me? That's Chris Rock. Oh, well, who's He's... Chris Tucker then? Oh. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> this, is, this is such a visual... I know. <laughs> ...same See? with on the podcast and we're all Chris about the Tucker. audio. Oh, yeah, no, he's not handsome. And no, I I see I think Chris Tucker's more oh, handsome than Chris up. Rock. <clears throat> but then I love Chris Tucker. Like it's okay. he is I just, I just love him. Mm-hmm. I love him so much. Chris Rock on the other hand, I haven't actually seen that much of his um comedy, but I think that it's it's difficult again because what is what when you're saying that you don't like it, what are you saying? Which bits don't you like? He uses, I think, from my mate. I haven't watched it again. Mm-hmm. I say it again. I say I haven't watched it recently, but I'm pretty sure he's used the N word. Oh yeah, he or he uses use it loosely and a lot. Yeah. And I just find it unnecessary. And I yeah. think because it's a word, a society we don't use. He's a black man. He should be empowered to use it because mm-hmm. it's part of his history. Mm-hmm. But you know. People watch that, people yeah. hear that, and people, young people who want to imitate that kind yeah. of style, it's it's a word that can flow off the tongue quite mm. easily with its horrific connotations. Mm. And it's just, I don't know, it just doesn't sit easy with me. And I, I just find him a bit gnarly when he talks. I'm sorry, Chris, I'm really... <laughs> If you listen to us, you know. I haven't watched him in a while. And I think when it comes to the N word for me, I I do wish everyone would just stop using it Mm because it's just, it is just an offensive word. It is just, just get rid of it. But equally, if it's that whole reclaiming, it doesn't, I don't agree with that. I really don't agree with that. But I can't have that argument with, there's too many people that do Mm -hmm. use it to have that argument with. So I'm just leaving them to it. But as long as most people know, don't use it, then we're cool. But... I think with when you get, especially a lot of the black comedians, they're they're doing their comedy from their lives, yeah, and sometimes it's it goes deeper. That yeah. it go, if you look at the comedy and some of the things that they say and what they do, it actually is beyond comedy, and it's actually very clever mm-hmm. as well as being funny. That um, who what's his name? Richard Pryor is a brilliant comedian to watch as a black male because okay. he's just. He's very, very clever. He's ridiculously funny Uh and it's ridiculously offensive to a lot of people. Same like Eddie Murphy back in the day. But Mm -hmm. it's it's so funny. And you have to be... I think where sometimes it offends people as well is that like I've been having this conversation I think even with Sam that black comedians will take the piss out of white people. Yeah. It's going to happen. That can't happen the other way around. Yeah. And that's because of the power imbalance. It's not because black people can take the piss out of everyone Mm -hmm. else. It's because there is a power imbalance. Mm -hmm. You can't do it if it just, it's, you just can't. Mm -hmm. That it's not, it's the same in that Asian people may talk about black people. It's still, it's still not done as much in Mm -hmm. that same way, but it's, there's less of a power imbalance. Mm -hmm. So you sort of, you have to know your line yeah, and it doesn't work always. And as long as you know that, and there's different ways that you can do it. It's not, 
like I've seen white comedians do like the ghetto thing and it's fine you're sort mm-hmm. of you're you're, you're, you're skating mm-hmm. but you're all right if it's contextualised, you know, if they've yeah. got, if there's a reason, and they're not taking the piss out of, of a certain kind of group of people within society, and yeah. it's actually a story from their life and their experience, yeah. and then that's totally fine. Yeah. But it's when it twists and it turns, and it becomes a direct insult towards yeah. a person or a group of people. Yeah. And you, it's, it is, it's, I think comedy is all about power. Mm-hmm. It's the same with the LGBTQ community, that you you have to be very careful because Mm -hmm. of the power imbalances. You can't just go, you can mock people to a point, Mm -hmm. but when you were there, that's a marginalised group that have had no power. Yeah. You have to be careful. Yeah. But you can still, there are, if you, there are comedians that can do it so well that it's kind of, Catherine Ryan sort of does a whole piece on a drag queen, Mm -hmm. but she's, although she's mocking, she's, what she's actually doing is bigging up the yeah. drag queens so you're mocking but you're not you're giving back mm-hmm. you're raising awareness mm-hmm. it's a very different thing with Chris Rock if he's talking about white people it's to show the power imbalance yeah. so it works but you're always going to get people that don't like it mm-hmm. and it's not just Chris Rock there's so many because it's comedy is hard mm-hmm. and it will never be I think there's just David Williams has just had a book cancelled that because he'd written a book, and this this kind of thing does frustrate me. So he'd written a book about an Asian boy with glasses, um, kind of, and I think he'd called him. I think the book was something like, say Charlie Wong is never wrong, or or Charlie Wong is never right, or something. He sort of did a play on words. People got very angry, and because he's fed into a stereotype. You've not done any, as he even has admitted, he did no research with the Asian community to see how offensive this would be, how it would play out, if there was a way that he could have done it, that it Mm -hmm. could have worked. So it's it's lazy Mm -hmm. that you just think. So you've picked on a very old stereotype trope and you've gone, I'm going to write a book about that and I'll make loads of money. Mm -hmm. And what you've actually done is fed into another stereotype that what all Asians wear glasses, have slanty eyes and Mm -hmm. are nerds and this, that and the other. You've fed into it. Mm -hmm. That you have to be careful with that. That, And he, I know David Williams has been pulled up a lot and I love David Williams. I think he's a great man. Mm -hmm. But lazy comedy is not funny comedy. Putting on a black suit and running around and feeding into that kind of stereotype does bug me. Yeah. Because it's just power yeah no matter how much fame and how much position in kind of media you've got you can't you can't expect or assume that somebody's going to do the work for you and say well that that's actually not correct go and do the fucking work yourself and it's it that annoys me because you see so many like there's been loads of fashion campaigns and things like that where they do what was the one i can't remember which designer it was that basically did a t-shirt that looked was some kind of slavery Thing. it looked like a jacket or a like they'd been tied up and then it went up to have like a ball gag in the mouth and a chain around the mouth so okay. it was like a take on it was like they were making slavery fashion fashionable okay. it was awful it, you know when you look and go why oh, wow. would you do that yeah and it was just it was lazy you're just you've looked at someone and thought oh i'm gonna make that cool how many people are you offending along the line mm. that's just stupid and it have you just think you've got it what it shows me is you've got no black people on your board mm-hmm You've got no black people in power that will go, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 don't do that. Because if you did, it wouldn't happen. Yeah. And that 
just again is a massive problem because how are you going to make changes if you've got no black people at the top or no one of any marginalized group at the top if you've just got straight white males mm-hmm. just sitting at the top going i think that will look good mm-hmm. no i think that's funny well no it's mm-hmm. not but shift the power and then we can take the piss out of everyone yeah. we can you can do what you want but do you think no. the power is slowly shifting no do you <laughs> i i don't know whether it's because it's more because of like the last 12 months or the last mm-hmm. 18 months maybe watching more tv i don't know um it feels to me that there's more representation of more marginalized cultures and races being represented in TV shows and the media. I don't know whether that's because before was I had I been having the conversations, mm-hmm. was I looking for it, was I aware of it? But now I am and I'm thinking, oh okay, so that's got a really diverse cast, more diverse yeah. than I think maybe would it have been two years ago? I think that things are different in that. There's more representation on in certain levels. I think if you still went up is where mm-hmm. and that's where the real power is with the mm-hmm. CEOs with the management teams I think that's still not happening I think yeah. they go, they're seeing that they have to change those bits at the bottom and I think that's that half feeds the problem I suppose in a way is because then we think oh it is changing okay. because actually we're seeing more but that's a really that's an easy thing to do yeah but then actually if you're still going the Everyone else. So I think they did um, back back to black or black to back on Channel Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was absolutely brilliant. And because what they were saying is, although you might see a black person in front of the screen, the most of the cast are white, mm-hmm. most of the directors and everything mm-hmm. is white. The the people that are getting paid the big bucks are white. So you're not you're getting. It's like okay, here I'll have that, uh-huh. but you're not getting that bit. Yeah. That's it's like a little band-aid over it, isn't yeah. it? Oh, well, the public has yeah. seen this, so it makes us look good. Yeah, and, it's, which, and it is, it's a start. I'm yeah. not going to knock it, it is a start, and it's brilliant. But there's so much more that they need to do. Mm-hmm. If you looked at, like I said, I think they've said it's like 2% of CEOs or something in this country are of non-white mm-hmm. ethnicity. That's ridiculous. That's yeah. not, and it is, it's got to go with the demographic of the UK, which I think is around 15%, mm-hmm. like, non-white Um so we're very far behind yeah. the richest people in the UK generally mm. will be. And it's fine. It's, it takes time, but it's, and they have to sort of want to give up mm-hmm. some of their power in a way. It's but got I guess to have a shift. what it is doing is for the young kids or the young people yeah. who are seeing that and are of that yeah. non-white ethnicity, they're seeing... I could do that. Mm-hmm. That could be me. Yeah. It's not, oh, well, that's not available to me. There's no... Definitely. There's no... Representation does yeah. matter. I was having this conversation with someone the other day about Love Island, because obviously I loved mm-hmm. Love Island. And this year, they did better. Like, if you watched Love Island, like, three or four years ago, you'd get, like, the one token black girl. Mm-hmm. It's fine. And she'd always get picked last. It was mm-hmm. like, it just, it infuriated me. But it was nice to see, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And then this year, they put in a lot more. It was mm-hmm. like, yay, keep going. Like, yeah. it was great, brilliant. And you've had, two, so Kaz and Tyler, so got down to the final four, along with three other couples. And two of the males in the couples were mixed race, okay. I believe. That um, So, okay, so you've got lots of representation there. It's brilliant. I think it was Now Magazine did a piece on the finalists mm-hmm. of um, Love Island. Kaz and Tyler were not on the front page. Mm-hmm. They'd put a couple that had left. But the oh, two God, mixed race boys 
looked whiter than I've ever seen oh, them look. God. Like they were so pale in this picture, and it was like, yeah, you've done it again, didn't wow. you? Wow. It's the hate that Kaz and Tyler got online. Kaz was too loud. She was always screeching. Oh my God, can she not just, why can she not just be quiet? Whereas there were other girls on the program that were louder mm-hmm. than Kaz, but it. Again, people still have that kind of unconscious bias mm-hmm. that black women are loud, angry, whatever mm-hmm. else. And it it was really interesting and sad to watch mm-hmm. how people still feed into that mm-hmm. and how the media, the media fucked me off, but how they still play into that, that it's sad and that's what's got to change. And they have to keep doing it. And at the same time, and I think Love Island maybe this year had one Asian mm-hmm. girl, but that's it. I'd love to see a show like Love Island with such a huge audience to say no whites, no whites this year. Could you imagine? It wouldn't get watched. The outrage. If you the amount of complaints that that Channel Four Day got was ridiculous. Oh my god! I've just turned on the telly and even the adverts are black. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good. It's fucking one day. Deal with it. (laughs) Seriously, I loved it. I honestly sat and watched so much shit that I wouldn't normally watch. Because it was just a really good day. It was just nice. Yeah. It was like Big Brother. Not Big Brother. Big Breakfast. I keep mm-hmm. saying Big Brother. It was like, I love Mo Gilligan anyway. He is one of the funniest people ever. I just love him. He just could be my friend. But him and AJ Adudu. And AJ Adudu used to really annoy me. I'm starting to like her a bit more now. But doing Big Breakfast and it was loud and it was brash. Mm-hmm. And it was like you had the cast. They were singing 21 Seconds by So Solid at like nine o'clock in the morning. You just think, yes, this is my fucking life. Well done, bringing it. But then they were also doing the news and everything else because you can mix it up. Mm-hmm. It's not, and it was just, you just think that's one day. Yeah. And then even there was a program on in the evening about these two 25-year-old women that, um, I think they were African and it's like a new drama thing and it was brilliant it was like drama comedy Mm -hmm. and it was an hour episode and that was on that night and then the rest of them you have to go to all four for Mm -hmm. and you just think why yeah why would you not just put that on just run it even if it's at two o'clock in the morning just run it why do i have to then go to the app yeah you put it on for that day and so it's like again i'm giving you i'm showing you what you could have Mm -hmm. and then i'm going to take it away you're like all right it's fine i'll go to all four it's fine Mm -hmm. but it's just, yeah, it's getting there. It's just um, slightly frustrating yeah. sometimes. That, and I'm, yeah, I think the more D&I stuff I do for work, the more I'm seeing this power imbalance mm-hmm. that is scary. Because yeah. you just think it's going to, and it will take a few generations to shift it. But, like you said, if, they, if people are looking and seeing themselves with people like Marcus Rashford, yes, he's a footballer. But he's also an amazing human being and doing yeah. so much. Yeah. You're seeing that. You're seeing David Lammy MP mm-hmm. that is just a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. That you're getting that there. And it is... So I've actually not forgotten, but it's Black History Month this month as well. Oh, obviously, yeah. isn't it? That I've done lots for work, but then equally my brain goes. Um, and that's why we celebrate Black History Month. Mm-hmm. is so that it is a month. And it that, again, annoys me because you're sort of like, it shouldn't just be a month. But... Mm-hmm we're raising awareness and if that then bleeds through and that is the point if you are celebrating black history month continue that yeah don't just stop yeah just stop on the first of november oh okay back to white and it does it Mm -hmm. which is 
it's lovely to see it, but follow that through because there'll be, mm-hmm. if you're doing the Tudors, there will be black Tudors. Talk about that, look at that. Mm-hmm. If you're doing the Romans, there will be black Romans. Look at that as well. If you're doing wars, no, you can include us in everything. It is, mm-hmm. that's history. Do a full, but that is a whole thing on changing the curriculum because mm-hmm. you could. But definitely do something this month. Okay. You can't not do something so this month. why not, like, we've, we've gone half an hour now uh-huh. and we're not touching on our <laughs> subject. So why don't we just talk about Black History Month and yeah. what we could do? Yeah. Um. So you've been approached by one of the local primary schools yes. to go and speak. Go and, and talk to and their, it, and their the, staff. Yeah, their yeah. staff and body. It's... Do you know what? In so many different ways, it was very cool because it's the school that the kids used to go to. Mm-hmm. So I know the issues that they've had, mm-hmm. shall we say. And for people to reach out is one thing. For people to pay mm-hmm. is another. And that there's been a lot of posts, especially this month, because I think because it being Black History Month, a lot of black people have been approached to talk or to do stuff mm-hmm. for free. Mm. which is wrong because then what you're saying is I want you but I don't value you enough to pay you to do it and the school I put my fee down and they said yeah (laughs) which you know and I (laughs) not lying I wasn't sure that was gonna happen yeah I was a bit like when they said yeah because you messaged us and you were well you were gonna go lower I was I pushed you to go higher (laughs) yeah and I've still gone lower than what I normally get but I thought let me I don't I don't want to push them away and I get I do get that schools don't have a huge budget but I do think you have got the budget I know you've got the budget so for them to do that and it is it's for the staff and so that the staff can support their students Mm -hmm. because as much as where we live is still majority white it's getting more diverse Mm -hmm. I know from I've been here what eight years and I've definitely seen I'm not the only black in the village anymore yeah which is interesting um so it's good that they're doing it. And I've been approached by other schools just to do work with their kids again. Mm-hmm. That I think they, it's it's nice that people are going to put their money where their mouth is and see that this isn't something you can just go, okay, we're not going to do anything about it mm-hmm. and we're going to sort of push it under the carpet because mm-hmm. what are you then showing the kids that that's happening to? Yeah. We'll it's, put it on the newsletter and tell the parents that we're doing it, but oh, the activities will just kind of... Yeah. If we, if we don't manage to fit them in on a Friday, then well. I'll try next week well this is what happened last year mm-hmm. is that i was approached um and it was never followed up oh. because it just it obviously just they just kept going yeah. and that that's fine it happens i know it's not even sometimes on my radar it goes because i'm doing loads of other stuff i get that but i'm a black woman yeah it's on my radar every day really yeah that it should be more mm-hmm. to other people that and that's that's the point is that Black History Month is for us to celebrate black voices and everything else, and that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. But if we are less than, say, less than 10% of the country, you need those white voices to be going, let's do this as well. Let's yeah. celebrate this. Let's big up these people, which so many do, mm-hmm. which is amazing. There's, I've been speaking to a lot of our, um, not my team at work, but the wider like, organisation. People are doing amazing things, which mm-hmm. is brilliant. I think one of our teams has made a postcard for every single day of Black History Month with a different black figure. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah. Like with their what they've done and it's and it's not just that all the usual people you'd think of because yes, we all know Rosa Parks, we all know Mountain Luther King, Malcolm X. Think outside the box. Mm-hmm. Think of the first black um policeman in the UK, the Bristol riots, the, the busman from that. Like mm-hmm. there's so many different people that you can look at. It's not that difficult. Mm-hmm. Someone shared an LGBTQ um one at work. 
And it was amazing. There were people on there that I was like, never had heard of. Wow. And you just think, that's the point. You're educating everyone. Yeah. And it is that kind of intersectionality that we, you have got black LGBTQ people. You mm-hmm. have got black people with disability. You can, I shared Whoopi Goldberg at work because she's got dyslexia mm-hmm. and it's World Dyslexia Week this week. So you can find ways to get it into everything. Mm-hmm. Like, get us in. Yeah. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> Let me in. But, no, it's great. I think it's a great month. And there is, um, Maidstone, so I know some of our listeners will be in Kent, but Maidstone have got an art exhibition on um, this month about a black artist. Okay. Not someone I'd heard of, but I'm going to go at some point, just because you should. Is the artist still alive? I don't remember. Oh, no, there we go, we can find out something. Yeah. Um, so what I was going to say is, for those, for what you do, so what you're going to go to the primary school and, mm-hmm. and speak to the teachers about, is that something you could do remotely? So, like, could our listeners who have got children in either primary school or secondary school, could they say, to approach their school and say, look, I know somebody who mm-hmm. provides a service to schools for a fee, um, but will help you? Yeah. A lot of the, because of lockdown, a lot of the stuff that I've had to do is remotely and it works very well, especially if you've got bigger numbers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, And it does... It does work very well. And I've done staff training remotely. I've done young people's um, training remotely. And mm-hmm. it does work really, really well because they still get to interact. It's mm-hmm. not that they don't get to join in. And it's still, even if it's an hour session, they'll learn more in that hour with me than they've probably learned in the last year in yeah. school. And yeah. it's one of the great things that comes from all of the sessions is being able to answer questions. Yeah, And a lot of them will have questions. And... By no complete mean feat of the teachers, they don't always know how to answer them. So Yeah, and that's what I've always kind of been able to shout about you for is no. like I can ask you anything and it's never even if it's offensive, you can be like, oh, no, I'm glad you asked me that and not somebody else, you know? But it is so, you have to ask someone sometimes. It's and it's there are so many things that people want to know and don't ask and you just think who but then it is who do you ask? Yeah, but, I know. And it is because it's it's the same thing. I think I was listening to it was Nova Reed, who again I love her. She's got a podcast. It's really really good. And she was talking to someone I can't remember the woman's name, but she black lady that runs a disability um, company. I can't remember what it is, but really really good actually. And they were just talking about sometimes that kind of there's a word for it, but black tiredness. Effectively, mm-hmm. there is a word for it, but I can't remember what it is. That of always being the sounding voice and always Mm -hmm. being the one that has to answer and has to say Mm -hmm. it because as much as you want to do it sometimes it gets to a point where I'm tired yeah you've had times like that haven't you you've just been no I just can't I can't speak to anybody I need to just hibernate for a few days because it's just too much it is and it is I think that if anyone looks into intergenerational trauma and it is it's amazing and I think the first time that I looked at it and it probably was only a couple of years ago and seeing how trauma stays within us Mm -hmm. through generations Mm -hmm. and that with and that's why when people say stop talking about slavery you know but we're still living that trauma it's still within our genes and that trauma still lives within us Mm -hmm. and then things are still happening so it's like that there are points when things happen and it's so triggering Mm -hmm. and you just think because you're holding everything you've still got all of that intergenerational trauma Mm -hmm. you've got the trauma of your life and then you see something else you've talked about and talked about and talked about and you go I can't Mm -hmm. just need I just need to step back for a minute and it is I think the process of last year I had to at one point go can't yeah can't do this anymore Mm -hmm. I can't it was just it felt like people were personally attacking me Mm -hmm. daily and they weren't it was just 
my brain was overloaded mm-hmm. and it's not there's so many people there are so many brilliant allies that do such good work and I will always say they shouldn't be paid more than a black voice mm-hmm. when they're talking about a black subject I don't agree with that I think there's a lot of book writers that have mm-hmm. profited and they're doing brilliant work but they also have to you've got to give the credit back I think we're going to talk about cultural appropriation at some point yeah. but again it's that kind of thing mm-hmm. it's brilliant you're raising the awareness but what are you then doing from that mm-hmm. point that like there's more to do than just go right I'm going to write a book I'm going to make loads of money mm-hmm. and not give anything back necessarily you have to be very careful yeah it is it's such a delicate subject you know and when people say about you know stop talking about slavery it's you know it's, it's in the past it, it ended wasn't it 2015 that the banks finally mm. paid off their debt from paying burnt. yeah the uh, the landowners and the slave tra- slave the owners slave owners as well not yeah. the slaves the slave owners the slave owners they were com- is, what was it called the compensation fund or something yeah. like that it's ridiculous and that's ridiculous our taxes were going back to yeah i know it's fucking mental it's sickening yeah. it really fucking and it is. is and when people say and it's it, you will see it a lot stop talking about slavery and someone put a post up and it was you know and even i looked and went oh, oh. on 9-11 and put so everyone else is putting these celebration posts of 9-11 and saying we must remember never forget mm-hmm. and someone put why should we not forget mm-hmm. and just put why we talk about 9-11 because it's exactly you're saying the same thing mm-hmm. we celebrate that mm-hmm. but with slavery let's not talk about that mm-hmm. we celebrate the war we have the what's the day called poppy day uh, mem- Remembrance Sunday. Remembrance Sunday. Fuck. <laughs> you put me on the spot there. I was like, oh, I used to go to Edinburgh Poppy yeah. at the stand my brownie dinner from fuck. <laughs> I couldn't remember either. <laughs> but that, we still do such big things for that. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? Yeah. Why should we forget that but remember that? Yeah. It doesn't make... In America, that, that stupid flag, the um fucking flag, I can't think of the name of it right now, that it's, it's associated with um the South, I can't think of the flag, um, I can't remember what it I, is, but we're that, not having a great day. Remember, I know, that, I know, I'm getting old. That's <laughs> why brains going. That, but that flag, they still. It's after like their wars and things in America. I'm not very good with history at the moment. Um, but that is still remembered. That yeah. war is still remembered of the South fight in the North and everything else. That uh-huh. so why remembering that? But you're not remembering the people as well. The people that fought in that. Yeah. And also, as a big point, is that. Black people did exist before slavery. Yeah. The, so, yeah, we, in a way, I'm not saying forget about slavery because we really shouldn't because it was a long time mm-hmm. and a lot of oppression and there's still a lot of oppression from it. But also look at the other bits before that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something to really teach kids. A lot of schools now are teaching slavery in schools. Mm-hmm. It's becoming back more of a thing. That Great, you're talking about it. You need to talk about before that as mm-hmm. well. And you need to talk about after that. You need to, don't just go, I know. this is their contribution. That's it. Because you're kind it. of making young people who are not having those conversations mm-hmm. with their parents at home yeah. or they're looking online. It's like, oh, black people existed to be slaves. So why should we see them as anything different? Exactly. And exactly, exactly oh, God. that. And it does. And that's why, but mm-hmm. that is where the power comes back into it. Mm-hmm. Because that's, it's the people that write in the um, curriculums. It's all of that. You need, that needs to shift because if you've got the same people doing that, that's the message that you're sending. And if they're not going to somewhere else and going, and they're seeing that, mm-hmm. and then you're seeing like black people being killed in, especially in America, but it also does happen here. That and you go, well, yeah, but they're criminals because that's what you're seeing. Yeah. That or they're bad people, or they're lazy, or they're this and they're that. They're flash. That that's the messages that they're picking yeah. up. You need that positive 
reinforcement, that mm-hmm. positive representation of going, no, actually, they were, they are kings and queens. Mm-hmm. They have been from the dawn of age. There mm-hmm. were kings and queens that were black people. There was Roman emperors that came over here that were black. Mm-hmm. That look at that history as well, because mm-hmm. then you're sending a different message, not only to the non-black children, but also to those black children of, do you know what? No, I'm, I'm from kings and queens. Yeah. And the problem is that not, and even I've, I'm guilty of that, is that I didn't know a lot of my own history because mm-hmm. I didn't bother. Because yeah. it was just like, you're young, you go to school. Age, and you're like, it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. And now I'm constantly on my kids, I say a lot more. Yeah. And there is, on that point as well, there is a book out that I'm going to buy. I'm not, for my niece as well, actually. But um, what are they, the rebel books? Yeah. yeah. Is rebel. it black, black Stories or Rebel Girls Black Stories or something like that? They've got a whole series of yeah. books, Rebel Stories for Girls, uh, Rebel Stories for Boys. And they came out a few years ago. So yeah. I remember my sister Sarah bought Freya, one of the books for her Christmas, years ago. Mm. Um, and it's fantastic. It's full of stories of women, This like, Rebel yeah. Stories for Girls, um, females throughout history and who are currently still alive and kicking yeah. now and what their contribution has yeah. been. And it's and just fantastic. Brilliant. Yeah. And then now they've got the, the black stories. Yeah. For this, you know, yeah. it's, it's out now, isn't it? Or is it yes, still no, pre-order? It no, I think it's out now. Okay. That, um, yeah, I need to buy it when I get paid. But, but that is brilliant. That is mm-hmm. such a simple way that you can get that education into your children. It shouldn't, again, just be black people that are buying it. Because mm-hmm. everyone should buy it. Everyone yeah. should be reading it and going, yeah, look, this is actually this happened, this person, and not, again, not just the people that you know of, but yeah. looking more into it. And it's, that's where the shift will eventually come. Like I always say, the shift will come, yeah, but it's going to take a few generations mm-hmm. to sort of make that change. It's not going to be my generation. It's doubtful to be my children's generation, but maybe their children or their children's children mm-hmm. will grow up because we're doing the work now. So mm-hmm. as long as our generation's doing the work for our children's generation, yeah. that just keeps feeding down. And it's it's not easy. Like activism, and I never really looked at myself as an activist. It was just, this is just what I do. And more and more, I'm like, no, I fucking am. Mm-hmm. I fucking am, and I'm very proud of it. Because, and I think we all should be. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many things that are fucked up yeah. in this world, and we can't just keep going, yeah, but it's just the world we live in. I know, in. and it's, it's, it's just... too much to take on yourself as well, because even the pa- parts of this conversation has made, has given me that kind of deep, that feeling of that doom feeling, yeah. like that vibration of doom in your body, like, oh, fuck, man, this is heavy. Mm. This, like, where is the light at the end of that? Or I, the darkness, if you want to kind of... It's. I think it's the education. It is just yeah. people being aware that it's still happening and doing something about it i delivered i'm doing the unconscious bias training um and it's generally the criminal justice system which in the uk we know has in and everywhere has a massive yeah. issue especially around if you looked at the black statistics which when we go through it, it's fucking it's it's depressing oh, like going through so and going i think it's like 41 percent of 13 to 25s in prison are black mm-hmm. How the fuck is that when we're not? Yeah. How? Because they're does all that bad. Because we're and told that they're all bad. And that's mm-hmm. it. And it is that message. And you do, I go through it and you're like, this is depressing. Yeah. And they're the like probation workers coming back and going, yeah, I've seen this, I've seen that. And you're like, this is really fucking depressing. And then actually, you start talking about the things that can be changed and making sure that you are checking your unconscious bias, yeah. that you're not just fast thinking as an activity that we, we do an activity where you sort of fill in the gaps because of your 
assumption. So you're having a conversation with someone mm-hmm. and instead of where you're trying to record it so at the same time, mm-hmm. you might not hear everything. So you're actually, what you're doing is putting in your assumptions. If you've got an unconscious bias that someone is this, this, this and that, mm-hmm. that's going to filter through and in your notes it might not be correct. So you need to slow down mm-hmm. and go, okay, make sure I'm hearing all of this, check it, make sure your unconscious bias isn't part of that because then that will help. Change If you've got a policy that you think that's not helping mm-hmm. us we need to do something about it change it if you're not for workplaces not collecting the right data mm-hmm. so you're not actually seeing who you're employing why if your retention on like different minorities isn't good do something about it we mm-hmm. can do little things we always end the unconscious bias training on a starfish story about a little boy throwing starfish into the sea and an old man comes up to him and goes what are you doing and he's like, I'm throwing the starfish because the tide's going out and they're all on the beach and they're going to die if we don't throw them back in. And the old man looks and goes, but the whole, there's miles and miles and miles of starfish. You can't save mm-hmm. them all. And the little boy picks up another starfish, throws it into the sea and goes, I've just helped that one. Mm-hmm. And it is, if we we can. Yeah. And it's not thinking, it is an overwhelming issue. It is. Racism is an overwhelming issue. It mm-hmm. is. But if we do one thing at a time will make a difference yeah and we will it's not and you can't if i thought that i couldn't do anything then i would just give up with part yeah but i know that if i look at kids that may have even been that i've had dealings with say that might have said something to my kids or have asked me is this joke racist or whatever else and then i've educated them Mm -hmm. they'll go back and educate someone else it's all about the ripples isn't it I remember when I was um, doing some research, when I was writing Take a Leaf out of this book, Mm. there was an image that really encapsulated what I was trying to portray about Mm. taking small steps. You know, sometimes we see, like, kind of getting the nation to be more anti-racist. It's like, fuck, man, that's just... That seems so (laughs) difficult. But actually, if you... Rather than seeing it as like a big rung on the ladder to kind of really reach mm. up and grab that, why not think about, well, what can I do today? Who can I talk yeah. to today? Yeah. What can I do tomorrow? Like the little steps, the tiny yeah. little steps that you take up that ladder. It like does. the little ripples. That you, and yeah. it's, yeah, when you chunk it down. It will, and it will make a difference. Mm. And I think that's, and also that unity. Mm. Like if you realise that there's so many of us that are going, we're going to make a change. Mm-hmm the more and more your voices just get louder and louder and louder and louder. And eventually mm-hmm. it will bring down that power structure. It's, it is difficult mm-hmm. because the ones at the top and when I'm not going to get political because, but there are some figures at the top that you just want to hit. Yeah. But, but they won't be there forever. No, exactly. And that's it. And that's why it's again, when we're coming back to the curriculum and letting those marginalized groups, because I think that it goes across the board for all marginalized groups, whether that's, black, Asian, LGBTQ, disability, they all need to be pushed up. Mm -hmm. And you need to take over those places. You need to go, yeah, okay, you can be footballers. If you want to be a footballer, be a footballer, that's cool. But what are you going to do when you are a footballer and you're making loads of money? Be a scientist, be a politician. Like, Mm -hmm. think outside the box as well. There's so many jobs that you can get into that will make a difference. Mm -hmm. Apply to fucking Oxford and Cambridge. Mm -hmm. Do it. Try and get in there. It's not going to be easy. But... The more and more people that do, yeah, it will it, make a change. It's realizing and understanding that everything is available to you, yeah, um, and not following what the media try and want no. to kind of carry. And if you do feel like it's not available to you, who can help you yeah. to make it available to you? Yeah, look, there are services out there that can that will try to help. There are mentoring schemes mm-hmm. that it's. I think is it's known that a lot of black families say um, you're going to have to work twice as hard, then work twice as hard. Yeah. 
it's not it's it's hard mm-hmm. and I get it but we have to do something we have to start mm-hmm. someone we have to but if it's twice going. as hard for you it's that little bit easier for your kids yeah and a little that's bit easier the for their kids yeah yeah that's it it is it's it's do the work and hopefully that work will be repaid mm-hmm. that and like what you've done and you've done a lot over the last kind of year and a half is taking that step back when it feels overwhelmed don't feel overwhelmed and continue trying to go yeah when you need to look after yourself and take on that self-care yeah and I think you said something to me the other day but I had an idea which I still want to do that around kind of reporting hate crimes because my brain sort of went there's nowhere to report it and I could feel I I get that sometimes where I'm like oh my god I need to change everything right now Mm -hmm. And I messaged Claire and she was like, very calmly, just think about it. Um, just think about how that's going to sort of affect, will it stress you out? Yes. <laughs> yes, it will. Yes, it will. But sometimes you need just ha- having someone just put your, put it into perspective that it is something I want to do and I will do it, but I equally know yeah, that if I do it right do now, today. I'm yeah. going to, yeah, have a breakdown. So <laughs> not going to do it today. Do it tomorrow. No, no. <laughs> but it's on a list of things that you can action in the future you yeah. can aim towards yes yeah. yeah and it is and also there are services that are doing little things so then I'll big them up mm-hmm. so that people know at least where you can go and things like that find different ways but yeah you definitely it is in any kind of activism and any kind of making changes it's like I'm sure you get that as well with the mindset stuff because that's massive and trying oh, yeah. to people push back on that all the time so it's like well I, I, I can't think positive all the time it's like it's not about thinking about mm-hmm. positive and forcing yourself to be positive all the time it's yeah. tipping the balance it's all about balance yes it is balance is the powerful word it is it is and it's it's hard balance. it's a nice word to say as well balance like when you say it you I can't f- say it without there's a YouTube. have I done this to you before it, it, I'm trying to make you, I'm sure you said that the last time I asked I'm going to find the YouTube video because it, and it is, <laughs> the kids have played it to me so much but if you Bum- think about balance. the vibration of the word and like I've done yes. it when I've been feeling a little bit stressed out or overwhelmed by something and I kind of think balance I say balance and it's just a nice yeah. neutral word to say and it just and we all it's one of it's something that we all we do all know it mm-hmm. it's not a new thing no, it's, it's there new. it just you need to come back to it sometimes yeah. and go right I need I've said this week I'm about I'm not next week I'm going to be about boundaries mm-hmm. I've tried this week but I wasn't but for work because I do take on a lot <laughs> It's just what I, it's mm-hmm. how I like to work. I like to be yeah. busy, but I need to be boundary. If I'm going to be busy, you need to be boundary. Yeah. Go, this is the time for this. This is the time for that, and they're not allowed to bleed over yeah. unless in exceptional circumstances. Yeah. Very because good. That's progress. It's growth right I'm there. Gonna, I'm going to make a diary <laughs> because I need to. I'm visual. I'm a visual <sighs> learner. It does. So yeah. So I think that's been a really amazing episode and uh, it was totally spontaneous because <laughs> it wasn't what we planned, no. but it's very fucking awesome. So I'd love to, or we would love to hear what you guys are up to for Black History Month. Is it something that you, you've noticed your schools um, observing or is it something that you've maybe, after listening to this, have you been inspired to maybe pre-order that book, Rebel, Sto- Rebel Stories? Rebel, is it black, is it Rebel black girls? Stories for Girls, I think it is. Is it just black girls and not black girls and boys? Be no, nice it's if they black did. girls. They'll do a I boys think. one as well. Yeah, I imagine. But yeah, so. just what are you going to do? Like, what conversations can you have? I know we've got a training um, with Tanya at work later in the week. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, it's about thinking of inspiring people in history that are of black origin. Yeah, I should plan for that, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... 
Um, so, so yeah, tell us, tell us what you're up to, and yes. um, we'll put in the show notes how to contact Tanya and part, um, so that you can get yeah. in touch with her. You can pass on the details to your schools because yeah, definitely. And it is. About. I am Kent based, but I can do it nationwide, world, world, worldwide, worldwide. Oh. I'm a global, global change maker. Global, global, global. <laughs> global. On that note, I think we should go. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.